Episode 6, Kingston. You might be wondering by now, where's the Irish? You remember how proud your grandmother was of being Irish. St. Patrick's Day was a very special day for her. She never let us forget she was a Graham and a proud descendant of the Quinns and the Cassidys. Jetta's father, my grandfather, was Howard Graham, who was born in Kingston, and he lived here with his four sisters, two brothers, and his mother and father. The house where he grew up is still there. We'll see it at the corner of Clergy and Queen Streets, just three blocks away from St. Mary's Cathedral, where Howard's father, Joseph Patrick Graham, married his mother, Ellen Quinn. Ah, so that's where the Quinns come in. The Quinns, who were originally from Waterford, Ireland. Joseph Graham was well known throughout Kingston and held in a high esteem by a large circle of friends. Or so it was written in the Kingston newspaper when Joseph died. He was a foreman at the local Kingston Locomotive Works, which supplied steam locomotives for the Canadian Railroad. Joseph's father, John Graham, was an immigrant from County Mayo, Ireland, coming over to Canada as a young teenager with his mother and father and two other siblings. The Grahams settled in Kingston during a period of time called Ireland's Great Hunger. 624,000 Irish were forced to leave their homeland between 1830 and 1850. Both the Grahams and the Quinns were part of this massive immigration. There was a potato famine in Ireland. The crops failed, the one crop the Irish depended upon for their food and livelihood. The people in Ireland were starving, and they had to leave for their own survival. But the ships that sailed them across the Atlantic were called coffin ships, because many of the Irish who sailed on them were sickened by smallpox, typhus, ship fevers, or starvation. As those coffin ships entered the St. Lawrence River from the Atlantic, they would stop at Gross Island before docking at Quebec City. There, the dead would be unloaded and buried in one common grave, while the sick and dying were left in fever sheds and tents until they eventually died or grew strong enough to travel again. Thousands of the Irish would never see their new homeland. The ones who survived the journey moved westward. Among those were the Grahams and the Quinns. By the time Joseph and Ellen were living in Kingston with their large brood of children, the deprivations their grandparents faced were barely a memory. The family seemed well settled here in Kingston, and Ellen was pregnant with their seventh child when Joseph died in 1907. A widow now with seven children, it must have been a struggle for her. Her roots were deep here in Ontario. There were Grahams and Quinns locally. But for whatever reason, Ellen packed up her brood of seven and traveled to the United States by steamer and then by rail on to Los Angeles, leaving Kingston far behind her. Kingston sits at the mouth of the St. Lawrence River where the waters flow out of Lake Ontario. It's called the Limestone City because of so many of the historical buildings in town that are made out of limestone. But when the French occupied the area in the late 1600s, it was called Cataraqui. But the McDonald's knew it as Kingston. Yes, this is where Mary MacDonald and Pierre Poupart settled. 
leaving Glengarry after the War of 1812 and heading west like many other Loyalists, Kingston is where they stopped, and it was around here where they made their home. The McDonald's didn't stay long in Kingston, however, but they didn't go far. They went to a place where years later, Ellen Quinn would be born, and so would Joseph Patrick Graham, where a man named Cassidy would guard over the land, and where all of the families would one day become one. Where is this place, so close to Kingston, you might wonder? You'll find the answer if you cross the river. The answer is there, sitting on the St. Lawrence. And we'll see it tomorrow. <laughs>